Hello, how's everyone doing? I'm going to do something a little bit different. And I decided to do a reaction video to a co-fusion documentary. Documentary. The title is Starbucks is secretly a massive bank. So I'll go ahead and stop and start. Um, please be sure to join me on Patreon to continue the conversation. Subscribe and click the all notification bell. Hi, welcome to another Cold Fusion video. In the consumer-driven landscape of our modern world, the boundaries of individual business sectors are becoming increasingly blurry. Some examples are understandable, like the hardware manufacturer IBM shifting to investing in software, or Lego infiltrating the film and video game market. But others are a little harder to comprehend. Some companies have... The reason I like this video, if you look, you can see that it's around 8 minutes and 22 seconds. So I decided to do this video and I have some notes that I'm going to talk about. I may put them on Patreon, the PDF copy. So let's continue listening. Realized that one of the best ways to make money is to be in the business of money. That is the financial sector. In recent times, highly unconventional players have entered the money game. Apple is one with their credit card, but Starbucks is another. Now this is going to be very interesting because I wasn't planning on buying any more banks. But when I heard this stuff about Starbucks, I'm like, wow, some of the stuff they're doing, it's like they're a bank, a bank serving coffee. Let me know what you think in Patreon. Founded in 1971, Starbucks is the most famous name in cafe beverages. But since then, they've managed to use customer funds to launch a clever investment scheme. Investing customer money without their knowledge or even providing... And just, um, I'll just say that I'm not a financial advisor and this is what the documentary is saying and everything is alleged. I will say alleged, um, but they're saying they're investing the money without the customer's knowledge. Any returns to said customer sounds like something that should be illegal, but if it's done in the way that Starbucks has done it, it's very much legal. Coffee shop on the outside and a financial institution behind the scenes. It's so bizarre that it deserves a deeper look. In this episode, we'll take a look at their business model, dissect the mechanics behind its quasi-banking operations. So they're going to be talking about the Starbucks rewards plan. And this is very interesting to me. Very interesting. And we'll also see how it differs from the conventional banking system. So I'm just going to skip through the advertisement. So um, the next subject is the Starbucks rewards. The key to this clever plan is the My Starbucks Rewards system. Established in 2009, on the surface, it's a simple concept. Starbucks offers a mobile app where you can store value in your Starbucks account. You load up on funds using your credit or debit. So you're going to use your money to load this up, this fund up. And so what happens is you're not able to use that money for anything else but Starbucks. Let's keep going. Card and 
Starbucks instantly receives the cash. Meanwhile, for the customer, they earn a digital currency called stars, which accumulates with every purchase. Eventually, these stars can be exchanged for food, drinks, or other merchandise. For example... And so, you know, you can do this for food, for beverages, etc. Let's keep watching it. After 10 stars, you get a free drink. And, this and, and um, people, you know, they get excited about getting that free um, beverage. I don't know. I you might do better to make your own food and beverages at home, but um, let's continue on. This is the incentive to get customers in. Who doesn't like free stuff? So far, it resembles a reasonably straightforward reward system, only with a few extra steps. But there are some clever tactics taking place in the fine print. While it is marketed, so that free stuff is like a figurative uh, carrot, a figurative. Um, it's not a bait and switch, but it's an incentive. The idea of something for free. As a digital version of a punch card, it's actually a very clever way for Starbucks to invest your money without you even noticing. Starbucks essentially receives an interest-free loan from its vast client. Okay, so y'all get that an interest-free loan. They're getting that money and they're not having to pay any interest on it. So they can take that money and use it just think about a car loan or mortgage or whatever um even if it's a low interest ne nevertheless a free it's 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 like a free interest loan it, it really um that makes sense until every time they load money into the reward system and while you wait to purchase your next coffee starbucks is busy earning interest on your hard-earned money they are earning interest on that money. So instead of you making interest on that money, like putting it into a saving account, um, they're making the money. And right now you can, you can find a saving account with some uh, decent interest. When customers upload their funds to their Starbucks cards, the company invests this money in short-term, low-risk ventures. The return is about 0.05%. Okay, so this this um, documentary, I know it's saying 0.05, but I think that, that they might be able to get more. I'm saying might. I believe that Starbucks might be able to get more because there's um, like personal accounts. You can get more money in a um, some money markets that are short term. So... Um, Let's, let's listen to the rest. And, but the sheer scale of the customer base means that this arrangement can be very lucrative. There are 29 million Starbucks reward members around the world. Some estimates say that upwards of $10 billion a year comes through the loyalty program. $10 billion a year through this rewards program. Think about that. That is a lot of money every year. Interest-free loan. The value of the system is so grand and so valuable that if Starbucks was a traditional bank, it would rank in the top 2% of U.S. banks by deposit size. Some of these funds deposited by customers may not ever be spent. So do you hear that? People put stuff on there and then they forget it's on there and never go back and use it. 
2018 estimate deduces that the company earned 155 million simply from customers who forgot about their cards. Do you hear that? 155 million dollars. They just got that because people left the money on the figurative table. That is an incredible amount of money. Y'all think about that. That is a lot of money. You could be doing something with that money for your family or, or doing something for yourself. Of course, the company isn't so brazen about its inadvertent banking operations. The system is skillfully obscured behind a curtain of customer service and convenience. The customers feel satisfied, rewarded, and none the wiser. Okay, so I don't have anything against Starbucks. You mean they do give you good service when you get there. On the surface, the reward system seems to be a clear win-win situation, but there is a bit of a gray area. When it's broken down to its basics, the customers who leave their money in their Starbucks rewards account are essentially giving the company a free loan that can be used to finance their business operations. While it's not technically illegal, it does feel morally ambiguous, almost like the customers are getting the short end of the deal. But people may argue that it's not their life savings in the account and the customers are getting free items out of it. So who really... So, you know, they're just saying, well, you know, they are getting something for free. So um, we're, we're going to give you an extra coffee or whatever. And um, that that's the that's the um, that's the uh, reward for it. But I don't know. It sounds like a bank. Cares what consumer watchdogs do. They note that although the Starbucks model offers convenience, it might also encourage increased spending. They state that the psychology of preloaded cards often leads to consumers spending more than they otherwise would. But from a pure business perspective, Starbucks has virtually found a way to get free money. And after such success, there's bound to be other unrelated companies that are getting in the business of money. And that's what's happening. Everyone from Am All right, so there's other companies. And by the way, excuse me if you hear any background noise and there's a rainstorm coming through. Um, so they're going to talk about some other companies. Amazon and Apple to Walmart, Target and Costco are following suit. You might be hearing, hearing thunder right now. These companies have two things going for them. A strong established consumer customer base and a strong brand identity. It's a potent combination where they can mix primary goods and services with financial services. Combined with consumer convenience and benefits, the customers are bound to eat it up. Apple entered finance with Apple Pay and partnered with Goldman Sachs to launch the Apple Card, an exclusive... So, Goldman Sachs, wasn't that one of the banks that was considered, like, too big to fail? They had that, um, yeah, that was one of the companies that had a whole lot of things and they were investigated by the... I think that, that they might have been investigated, if I if my recollection serves me right credit card to their customers walmart launched the walmart money card so now now they have partnered with this company that this too big to fail company a bank's part a bank has partnered with starbucks so now they're going to talk about walmart a reloadable prepaid debit card as well as walmart to walmart a peer-to-peer -peer money transfer service despite these financial services these companies unlike banks face less stringent regulations but this may soon change, at least. 
And this really isn't about um, Starbucks, Walmart. A lot of people that are like, they call them the, the unbanked, they use the services there. There's a documentary that's called Spent that was ironically um, supported by American Express. It was uh, the Tyler Perry was the um, commenter on the documentary and it's called uh, spent. But anyway, um, yeah, that's, that's very interesting. Let me get back to this, um, right here. At least a little bit. Government bodies are starting to notice the trend of financial services coming from seemingly random companies. So you see what they're saying is, you know, in the, well, in the United States, I can't speak for other countries. They have the F FDIC and then credit unions have their own regulation company. And then the, um, if you have brokerage funds or whatever, they have their own regulation. Um, these, these companies, um, like Starbucks, they're, they're not subject to any regulation with these reward things. That's what they're saying. The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau is leading the charge in the United States. They've proposed new rules requiring companies offering certain financial services, including payment processing and money transfer, to register and comply with user protection laws. Also, some states, like New York, are pushing these companies to obtain a license for providing such services. And it's I mean, that kind of... I'm not sure it's like capitalism versus regulation um are the people that are buying starbucks are they needing to be protected the way someone that is maybe putting money into a saving account do that should there be some kind of disclosure and it's not just the united states that's taking notice globally countries are recognizing the implications of this hybrid model in the European Union, new rules are proposed requiring companies offering specific financial services to be licensed by the European Central Bank. The United Kingdom now necessitates such businesses to register with the Financial Conduct Authority. And in Australia, they must obtain a license. You might be hearing that thunder now. From the Australian Securities and Investments Commission. The effectiveness of these efforts remains to be seen. boundaries of traditional business sectors blur an error where something is simple now i think that they just mentioned about the uk and australia um having some regulations and um i mean but starbucks is definitely under the radar about this as a coffee shop rewards program can morph into interest-free financial services without customers ever noticing is pretty peculiar it is strange that a coffee corporation is acting like a bank without regulations. Although now under increased scrutiny from authorities, as long as nothing goes wrong, Starbucks isn't going to be on the radar. They're saying as long as nothing goes wrong, they're not going to be under the radar. So we will see what happens, but um, I hope that you all enjoyed this reaction video. It's a little bit different. Um, Thanks for your understanding in the middle of this uh, rainstorm. And um, I did purchase some Starbucks 
in August. I purchased some Starbucks. I was like, well, if if this company is acting like a bank and I don't really want to purchase any banks right now, um, well, let me take that back. I believe I purchased, might have purchased some Discover. Um, but some of the other things that I like, some of the other banks I didn't purchase because of the prices. And I just thought, we'll just see what happens. I did sell quite a bit of my NVIDIA. What I did was I kept the profit and I sold the cost basis, which was around $900. So I took that money and bought several stocks and some mutual funds and Starbucks happened to be one of the stocks that I purchased. So if you want to know all the stocks and mutual funds I purchased, I did do a YouTube short. You're welcome to uh, check that out. Um, here is the, the Cold Fusion YouTube channel and they have a lot of interesting documentaries. And But I did do the YouTube short and it lists all the stocks I purchased. Right now, my portfolio, I've had a decrease in value and it's currently worth around a little bit over $5,000, but it has, has had a decrease in value. So hopefully um, it will get close to that cost basis amount, but that is what's going on with my portfolio right now. I hope that you enjoyed this uh, reaction video and um, I may go ahead and put those, the notes I have. Wow, that's a lot of thunder there. I may go ahead and put the notes I have on Patreon. And um, if you'll consider joining Patreon and subscribing, I'm working on uh, getting my 1,000 subscribers and getting those watch hours up. So I hope that you'll consider um, not only subscribing, but maybe sharing the information with somebody else. Wow. I'm going to go ahead and stop now, guys. Thanks for joining me. And until next time, enjoy the journey.